1: little uh, Eddie Vedder, Vedder, Pearl Jam-ish. Welcome to the final episode of the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Final episode for season one, uh, that is. Yes. Berlin, (laughs) colon, it's It's your idea.
2: Well, it was a a song they ended the show with, so I figured... They, yeah. they, this is the song they ended the season with. Right so out of the gate. It's very CW.
1: Yes. <laughs> very, I can't do any uh, better. It's so it's one, like <laughs> <tree>. uh, Berlin <laughs> colon conclusion <laughs> is the name of this episode. Berlin conclusion. <laughs> Berlin. Conclusion. Dot dot. Colon conclusion. Conclusion.
2: Yes, but you don't usually say pronunciation? pronunciation. You usually don't say pronunciation no? when you read a
1: title. Okay. Period. You are comma, an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> improper grammar. Improper grammar <laughs> and everything. improper grammar. That's true. Okay, so about, I
2: negate that whole
1: sentence. You are an a-hole explanation point. A- explanation. A- I will accept.
2: Okay. I
3: will
1: accept that. A hyphen hole. Anyway, welcome to the Blacklist After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined, <laughs> as always, by the lovely Julia Kearley.
3: Hello, everybody. Season finale.
1: Uh, season finale. I'm also joined by the lovely Nando Velasquez. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. And possibly on the phone, Joe Sanfilippo? Almost there. Almost. Okay. Okay, I'm right. mm. joined by the lovely Roya, Hi, who's Roya. Um, doing her, doing the thing. She's dialed up Joe Sanfilippo, um, who I'm still mad at for another podcast for oh, not right. showing up <laughs> on another podcast we do for reasons. We,
2: especially when it. he should show up to this podcast because Joe and I were right. Yes. I believe He's
1: we so have Joe on the line obviously for you. Right on this yes. one. Joe San. Are we on? Yes, we are on, on the air right now.
2: I was just telling Joe and Julia how wrong they were about Red. Very
0: generous of
1: you. Yes. Yes. Just letting them know. Uh, yeah, well, we, we know how, how you being right or wrong worked out for you before in another <laughs> podcast. We yeah. Do. We'll, we'll Funny, get
0: into he that. He
3: didn't even offer to call in for that one. No. But was all about calling in for this podcast.
0: <laughs> no. That is true. You know, at the risk at the risk of sounding sanctimonious, I was literally in a funeral. Oh. Calling in would have been awkward.
1: Okay. However, <laughs> well, fair enough. However, funeral for I, his I'm, clothing.
0: I'm fairly confident Nando, I think you are also fairly confident that this is some Obi Wan Kenobi stuff. Yes, this is is
2: Red Reddington is really Darth Vader and Lizzie's father is Anakin Skywalker. That's the way I look at it.
0: Well, they're doing that like like from a certain point of view thing. That's what I think is going on. He's your dad, biological father. That man died that day. We're that and burning. This is Star Wars right here.
1: Yeah. Total Star Wars. I disagree. Like still. You're still holding You're on to that. You saw the
0: burn marks on Red's shoulder.
1: Doesn't mean anything.
0: Doesn't mean anything.
1: <laughs> it means nothing.
0: It really uh, well, let's get
1: into this. So we we have uh, we're part two in Berlin. The uh, the the big. Here, I'm lowering my chair. Is that good, Roya? Maybe. That's wonderful.
3: It's <laughs> <you>. So great. <laughs> it doesn't look great. Everybody it looks oh, great. Let
2: right. me awesome. go lower? Wait, Way to do it. Really that's like casually oh, without whoa. anyone oh, that's knowing. That's a little yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> for those sorry. of you on iTunes, we are we are adjusting the chairs. Yes.
1: All right. So anyway, let's get into the episode here.
2: It's really thrilling. You should see us on <laughs> on riveting Radio, Buzz TV, nice or on morning. YouTube. You oh man,
1: really the, the lowering of the chair. Um, all right. So, um, where are we?
3: Blacklist. Blacklist.
1: Blacklist today. After Buzz. After show. Uh, uh, Berlin. So yeah. So this was a, this was a great. This is kind of what we've been waiting for in terms of episodes. We had a lot of action. A lot of stuff happened. Like, you know, and it also gives the opportunity to sort of take a look back and really grade and judge the season as a whole in terms of where we started and where we ended. Um, but this is kind of, it, it, I would say the season ended as it started. You know, we had that great pilot directed by Joe Carnahan with a lot of, a lot of the cool stuff, um, happened there, which hooked us all in. And subsequent episodes were, were, were mostly good and some, you know, got a little wonky. Um Some storylines and plot you know, t- plot lines got a little wonky as well. But I feel like we kind of righted the ship. But we did do, we talked about the possibility of sort of cleaning house and setting up for next season. I think we did a bit of that here. Yeah. So um that's exciting. Yeah. One, we did. We did clear the decks.
2: One definitely gone.
1: Two deaths, guys.
2: Well, no, Cooper. Cooper One. gave a thumbs up at the end. So that's he, right. Yeah. He well, may or may not. Well,
1: be I mean, back. Tom. Tom oh. two is and Tom. Well, well two,
2: was, two is two and Tom, but Tom's his not really. Body was missing.
3: Words.
1: Oh, get out of town! Are you really thinking?
0: I, I will say well, I did well, no, rewind that. Wait I, a minute. His
3: I, body is missing. I, I got, Go, I got Joe. Two things
0: to add to that. Body's missing, and Ford signed him for a bunch of stuff. Come on now, the man is coming back. There's no question. That's He's what I'm saying.
3: For once in my life, I agree with Joe Sanfilippo.
1: So you think he just he down. did the move where he's like, Ugh. <laughs> and you <laughs> open <laughs> Is she gone yet? <laughs> I
3: don't know. Maybe someone came in and pulled him out and revived him. I don't know. But like like Flip said, there's there's a huge Mustang deal going on. I think there he is, two tra- point
0: and in one point of the
3: blank in one of the commercials, he promises to in the commercial last night he promised to to reveal all of Tom's secrets eventually.
1: Oh, come no, with that Ford. first.
2: First of all, that first commercial was a repeat. That was no, actually the No, it was, the was fir-
3: extended.
2: They extended it.
3: It was really long.
2: I thought it was the same commercial as the first. I Think time. you know who Tom is? Yeah, it was like everyone's, everyone's being everyone's being analyzed or watched and all this stuff. But that was the first on one. It kept on going. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was. I, a, think. I, I thought. thought it and was the very repeat.
1: end. He's like, you think I might be dead? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll walk out of here. I, I just think, like the Mustang.
2: I think he's dead, but I will say this, that you never know. They they left it... I, I think they left it just slightly open-ended. I mean, the guy revealed his secret, revealed according to Lizzie. Yeah, said that, her father's uh, not dead. Her father's not dead. Her father's alive. And then he closed his eyes and passed out. I don't think he was taking a nap, but there is a possibility if he came back next season, I'd be, all right, little shenanigans, but I would I would be able to... Dis- suspend allow, my no disbelief thing. enough
3: Yeah I think I think the show Would definitely be lacking Without him I really oh, like No not wow. in that way
0: okay. I just I no.
3: He's one of my He's I become one of my Julia, Absolute I favorite totally characters agree. Thank you
0: Thank you because there, There'd be no Dawson's Creek If he wasn't there There'd be no <laughs> uh, There'd be no CW in the show at all
1: do you, do you, Are you being serious Do you really like him Joe As a character no, are you, are what, you gonna miss what,
0: him? No, I don't like him as good. But that, that, actually, that's not true. I do like him, and, he, and he I like for my back. Be. Why else would they would they deliberately show the blood trail out in no mm-hmm. way. All
1: right, fair enough. Uh, but uh, poor uh, Mira Malik. Mira did not yeah. make it.
3: Now that's an all right. Did
0: R. any R. Mendo- of us predict Mendo- that? What a way to go.
3: I feel like somebody
1: did. I think I'm out of. I
3: think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was you.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's alright. I mean, you have to give me credit, Nato.
2: No, no, you're you right. I was like thinking, why <laughs> didn't I predict that? Cause I think she was the most obvious one. She, yeah, she, she did
1: character-wise. Character-wise. never
2: understood why she was there cause she wasn't CIA, she was FBI. Yeah. Right? She wasn't, we, no, she wasn't no, she wasn't FBI, she was CIA. She was CIA and everyone else was FBI. Yeah. And then we called her a little sneaky little, uh, yeah. Yeah. Little, sneaky, uh, yeah. Yeah, sneaky yeah. Yeah. bitch. We
3: called her a couple times. But after
2: that whole thing, she really was just, Part of the
3: she was the background. least flushed out character in this entire. Well, I think they series. cast her
1: late because I think before it was supposed to be my girl who Nina from The Americans was supposed to be in that role, and then she and yeah she kept her her role expanded on The Americans, oh. so she didn't she didn't make it. They had cast what uh, uh, um, what's her name Mira what's, what's uh, her what's her yeah who we all love you oh, know yeah. but yeah she didn't, didn't give her much to do.
3: They didn't, and I thought that was disappointing because I really like her as an actress. Yeah. And But and what w- sucks is that her death was meaningless to me, and her death yeah. s- seemed meaningless to everyone on the show. Even hired. Though-
2: she was hired onto this task force to be a badass, and I think there were moments where she showed she was a bit of a badass. She was very quiet, but she seemed to get the job done.
3: They started to, but they never so, followed through. I,
2: I know, but I feel like the way she went was kind of like, okay, I'm going in, and protected, I'm going down this empty hallway... Hey, wrestler, are you there? And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm busy doing my own thing. And next thing you know, she gets her throat slit. I just oh. thought that was really yeah. sad. It was pretty
3: predictable. Was and I, and I, I felt no remorse on the part of the rest of the team. Like, they tried. I didn't feel it, right? No, like, they tried. She was, she had two children, five and eight. Like yeah. Nobody cares. You never cared before. Why do you care now? Well, wrestler had
1: that one line, you know, you sliced open one and gutted another, or whatever he said. Mm. That was pretty strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aided it. <laughs> and speaking of which how did Harold survive what, what kind of, what kind of what kind of low rent hit team is that it's like three dudes in the car and and and, and cooper survives no
2: no he was the only one in the car his driver's uh, the driver's was are already the driver dead that's dead. right yeah, okay, driver's so his throat was slit yeah, okay, so, so, all right. so okay, it was, was the guy to. it was the guy behind him and, okay. it was the guy,
1: and he yeah.
3: got his hand up and it up was in cutting time. into his hand
1: <laughs> got it okay fair so
0: enough what's so so
2: that What's that, Joe?
0: I'm not dying today in Nairobi.
1: <laughs> I'm not dying today in Nairobi. Well, we
2: still got to know what Guatemala's all about, right? Was it Guatemala or what was the uh what was the uh what was the thing Red on him?
3: Was it Beirut?
2: Was it Beirut? No, Beirut was, was what uh, happened uh, yeah with, No, uh, not Beirut.
1: It was uh, I, I can't think it was right now.
2: I think it was Guatemala. He had something on he has something on Cooper. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like, oh, we're never gonna find out what that thing was yeah. if we've really cared about it. I
3: really didn't think that he was gonna die, to be honest. I mean, he's such an amazing actor and he has had so little to do in this season that, mm-hmm. and they set him up for for uh for interesting little tidbits to come out, and I would have been really disappointed if they just I think
2: cut it's interesting though, because I, the I think the door for him is open to leave also because you could say he was injured so severely. He got out of the coma. He's alive somewhere, but retired. Right.
1: So I, Yeah, to sort of see if what, what they'll do with Harold. They, they need to do some more with him, too. So yeah. hopefully they'll, if, if they do bring him back, they can, they can give him a little more to do.
2: I think it's one of those things where the writers are like, well, let's not kill him yet. But if we can't think anything to do, let's just get rid of him.
1: Hmm. All right. We, we, we've, been, we've been talking about that. Okay, so let's get into this. So we have this uh, this, this spectacular, we see the beginning of the spectacular plane crash in the end of uh, episode. 21 where red said it begins or whatever he says and then we see this one open with the plane crash and it's it's kind of cool i don't know very usual suspects kind of uh kind of intro we have the different people being interrogated telling the different versions i kind of like that uh you know cut between the plane crash and some other things that was a very sort of cool device and they brought it back at the end and that very also very usual suspects kaiser Sose. He didn't cut his hand. He cut he a cut hand. His yeah, he didn't off. cut a hand. He cut his hand. He cut know? his hand being uh, his own. You know, so yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see.
2: I, I felt like when uh, when we saw that, when we heard that story, he was the only, the guard was the only one that had the story.
3: Yeah. I was
2: like, okay, there's something weird with this guy. How come he knows this story and nobody, everyone else well, was like, I know nothing. I know nothing.
3: Well, A, they cast one of the most amazing and recognizable People in the world in uh, in Peter Stormare, even even with say? his yes. beard, and I was like, "Oh, there yeah. he is!"
2: Even with his beard on, yeah,
3: even with his beard still on, come on! But him. then, exactly. like wrestler and Kane, he's sitting there. He's just a guard, and he's he's waxing sentimental and wistfully about the story of Berlin, <laughs> and it's so in depth and it's so poignant. They're like. All right, guard, see you later. They didn't take a minute. Well, actually, no, his story wasn't reference. Berlin. Her, her
2: story. It, it.
3: Yes, that was his story of Berlin. Oh, oh
2: about Berlin. Yeah, got it. Sorry. And they
3: didn't cross-reference, like, even a photo or, or, Shady, or anything. Yeah. H-C-I-W-T-F. W-O-T-F. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, EW, Entertainment Weekly has online, has this, well, in their recap, does a really cool thing about sort of the highs and lows of the season. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to go, oh, we can go over those a little later. Yeah, i to do that. One of the things that they talk about are the, as, as a low is the wild incompetence. Of the FBI, oh. <laughs> which is kind of funny. We can talk about that. I think we should have thought, thought of it. you. That's they a, That's wild a incompetence. thing. The, the wild incompetence of the FBI agents. Oh, I love it. <laughs> would,
3: that FBI task force would be absolutely nowhere and nothing without Iran.
1: I, I'll, I'll, I'll read this for you, Joe. It says, "Oh, the FBI agents for their well-intentioned buffoonery. Sigh. <laughs> They're supposed to be running a special black ops black site, yet they can barely cobble together enough bright ideas to solve their cases when <laughs> Reddington is already handed them the clues. It's like watching the Scooby-Doo gang realize that the swamp monster is really the old man Grimsley and the the greedy owner Jinkies. <laughs> no, no, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, uh, we you know we we we've, we've had our issues with the FBI, the portrayal of the FBI on this show and others, but yeah, uh, FBI, WTF." For sure. So, um, so they, so they get, they get red and, uh, they, they have him in the the super duper black site and he gets a visit from Alan Alda, Mm -hmm. you know, and from Fitch. And he says, you know, basically I can arrange for transfer and fur. And he says, that's all I need because I'm Red Reddington. Also, very cool scene when, you know, he's sort of walking out surrounded by all these guys and it's kind of like, how's he going to do this? Uh, and, uh, we see, um, Yeah, we we, we see him do his escape, but with the aid, go ahead, here we go.
2: Well, no, (laughs) I just want to say this, because I I just felt this was a little bit of a problem. I mean, Red was just a little too indestructible this episode, you know? I mean...
0: Well, he's Red Reddington, like, give him some credit.
2: He's Red Reddington, and it's James Spader, he's a great actor, and and he can convince the hell out of anyone, but, I mean, to see him, I don't know, this episode, I mean, we'll get into it more when we talk about him, you know, confronting uh, that bald Russian guy. Uh, that semi bald Russian guy, but you know, just to see him go. Okay, you get two shots to the jaw. You know, the the, the other guy go. You get two shots to the jaw, or else I'm gonna kill you. And he hits him once, and then he does this whole little thing without missing a beat. Unlocks himself, and the car the the car crashes, and he walks out unscathed. Okay. I just
1: like think it. Oh, we <laughs> get, a little, get a little cut. A little cut? Did you have a little cut? Yeah, he yeah. wiped it off when was on the yeah. The, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Was some it.
2: Bloodshed. Oh, okay, it was a little bloodshed. Okay, I just felt he's just a little too indestructible. And then later yeah. on, later on, I just walking in the street, just gunpoint, just shooting people down. <laughs> but you know what
3: I love uh, well, about it is that I believe it because it's I red. Too. It's Spader, and he's awesome. If hadn't been anyone else on that show, I would have thrown my pen, right. Thrown my my yeah. notepad. I know. And this is ridiculous. No, I know.
2: And, and I guess my sus- but I, I'm
3: totally into it because it's red. I guess
2: <laughs> I can I can suspend some disbelief on that, but it's still he's like the most out of shape character out of everybody that he's facing against the boot. And he's got right. the he's got the hat on and everything. So I look I love it. I love it. It's great. It's a little campy, but I, campy. I
1: love it. I we well we, we I like the badass Red Reddington's so when he came in to go when he came in with the with the silencer and taking the guys out. Yeah. That was very cool that moment <laughs> where he's like I got an address for you He's like, Noth- nothing, Lizzie. And then cut to him, Mike, you know, taking guys out. That was cool. Now, again, sh- a little shoddy security there, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a
2: little shoddy. They're all, like, drinking take coffee much. or whatever. Yes, because what these just... guys are, like,
1: super badass guys who somehow broke out, you know, were able to hijack a plane and, and, and track Reds all Red, Red down and, and get, take all of Red's enemies out along with Red, yet they're all just sitting out having drinking coffee. <laughs> they're kind of, like, Red, outside of the bodega drinking, drinking from
2: their uh, beers with uh, some paper bags <laughs> over it or something.
0: All what did sudden. you think
1: of that, Joe Flippo? Well, come on! It was
0: goofy. It, it's a stretch. It, it, I just, I, I, don't know. I get, I get a little frustrated sometimes when it's like, come on, you guys have, you guys have dragged us along for twenty-two episodes. It is the end of season one. We are right back where we started. This is a pet peeve I have with a lot of shows that do the same thing. We just hit the reset button. It's not a sitcom. We're supposed to move forward. Hmm. We're, not, we're not friends. We're not supposed to end up in the same apartment overnight. So like, come on, give us some love. Well, and, I think just I just I think impossible. there's some movement.
1: I th- I feel like I think we have so some. We you know the whole we resolved the whole Tom thing. I'm glad they resolved it. You know, well, hopefully I think they resolved we it. Resolve
0: it. We didn't resolve it. didn't. I think he actually,
3: did not. I agree with Flippo here. We never move forward. We start to get answers. I know the world is no. We through.
1: thought Tom was her husband, her sweet little husband, and then we resolved that actually he was a but bad guy. That he was a while working. Ago,
3: and now he's dead. And now he's not. And now right? he's Red dead. is Red's not his father. Now now he is her Red's father. Now always maybe he's was not her father.
2: Red was always a father. It's just though. nothing
3: is ever answered. It's barely answered and then it backtracks.
2: I, I agree. There is some, um, I mean, it doesn't move us forward as much as we'd like it to, uh, but I still think there is some forward it, momentum.
0: I see, it seems to me like the writers are scared. Like they feel like if we reveal that Red is her dad, everyone's going to stop watching. And I just, I, I want like to go to the writers' curse. room and be like, listen, it's not going to end the show. It'll be fine if you drag this stuff out any further. People are going to stop watching. Right. Because at this point, we're howling at the screen going, why the hell don't you just ask him point blank? I, are you my daddy?
2: I Unfortunately, because I, kinda disagree. I, I disagree kind of disagree with you. With you. Matt, too, Joe. I kind of disagree Shocker. with you. I mean, first of all, I agree with you that Red is the father. But I at this point, I really feel that we're never going to hear Red say... Luke. I'm the father until <laughs> until or unless...
1: Lizzie, I am your father. Unless
2: this show finally has an ending, uh, like an end date. I don't, I think this is like the kind of thing where it's like, okay, we all know, wink, wink, nod, nod, you're the father, but I'm not going to say it, and we're not going to let Lizzie, you know, say it either. It's just going to be kind of that thing that's going to be up in the air. Because at this point, if, it's, if he is the father, which I'm saying he is, if he is the father and you reveal it, it's like... You've been holding on to this secret for so long, it's so anticlimactic to just say it. And then at the same time, if he's not the father, I don't know what you're going to make up that's going to make me actually say, okay, I can agree with that story. Okay, well, here's the it's problem. It's got to be the father. he has
1: got to be the father. Here, here's – okay, uh, here's the problem I have. Is that, like, if – this is just a long – yeah, because there's people who from the get-go, like, from the pilot was like, oh, well, he's her father. Yeah. Like, people from the from – the, literally from the pilot. And they're, like, rolling mm. their eyes, like, uh is he father? You know, they, has that been revealed yet? Mm. And I think that, you know, uh, John Bolkenkamp and, and those guys have to know this. And for them to stretch this whole thing out, I mean, I think if, if he's the father, let's just say it. Let the audience know that he's the father and let let Lizzie still, you know, be guessing. But to keep us, the audience, in suspense as well, like, is he, isn't he? It seems a little, I mean, he can't possibly. I'll be very, very upset if at the end of season two he's like, I'm your father. And it's like, what, it, you know, I, I I don't know the dramatic... I don't know why we, from a dramatic standpoint, what that gives us by stretching this thing out—it's like the worst-kept secret in television. Yeah. If in fact that is true, it's way more interesting to have her not be the, to have him not be the father, than us to think that. Well, at this
2: point, they have to come up with a really damn good story. They have to come up with a really good reason why Red is so invested in Lizzie, and yet he has no parental bond to her other than this euphoric. I like you kind and of And why, thing.
1: yeah, exactly. And why hasn't Lizzie, this is back to you, Flip, But like, why hasn't Lizzie just asked the question? It's like, well, why do you care so much? And why me? She's asked all those questions. So now she knows all these things about... Hasn't she seen Star Wars? Can't she say,
2: are you pulling a Darth yeah. Vader on me? Well, wait a minute. My father, are you, you my father? Are Who's you, my real father? Are you the
0: man who sired I mean, me? Did... Do they literally have to have a lightsaber fight at the end of some sort of bizarre parapet where she where he cuts off her hand before we find out? Yes, it's getting silly. Well, and they, it, they, they did, did have the really hand cut. They know.
1: did have the hand getting cut off this episode. They did. So maybe that was a reference, a veiled reference.
2: Maybe it
0: was a veiled reference. <laughs> well.
2: Maybe Berlin's her father, dude. Could no, be. oh my god, there's, there's, be weird. there's
0: not a plot point in this show that wasn't stolen from Lucas. <laughs> I, right. I, I guess I just it just seems really it just seems at some point or another it becomes really almost goofy and, and, it, and it, 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 it begs us to continue watching something oh, no. that, that we know needed to be resolved like like five, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, for this to feel like a natural, like for this dialogue to feel natural or for these relationships to feel legitimate, this should have been resolved a long-ass time ago. Mm. And now it feels grotesquely stretched. And now to have the monologue from, from Red saying, after I killed Sam, do you think I'd really tell you? Like, what? like You're doubling down. Like, now it's like, all right, well, hell, I, I'm in this far. I'll never tell you now, and you have to deal with that. Too bad for you, and uh, that's the way it yeah. can be.
1: Okay, well, wait, so you, you're sounding awful negative down there, Joe. Are you, are you, and we'll, we'll get to our, our thoughts on the entire season, you know, a little later, but it sounds like you're a little disappointed this season, or, or are you not?
0: I, well, I'm, just, here's where I'm here's where I'm frustrated. I, I, I like Red, and I like the show, and I like the print, I like the idea and concept, but I really, really, really hate that it's, it seems like a one-trick pony it seems like no, I'm, I'm rephrase that pardon me. It seems like the writers are nervous that they have a one-trick pony and they don't. they have a real they have a real show and I don't know why they don't trust that they have a good enough show that they can reveal this secret and continue. That make sense to you?
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's look. I've been this. It's really hard to talk about the 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 writers, the the writers, because like what what happens to the course of a season. I mean, you know whether or not you know from again from the from what you lay out in the pilot to what you start when you're going episode to episode to figuring out to mapping this thing off. Out across twenty two episodes is a long hour. Twenty two hours is a long time. Figure out all these arcs and then map them all out with network executives with not knowing if you're picked up or not. Although they had to early pick up, they had to pick up pretty early. I, I do. I mean, I'm not. I'm a little more sympathetic to them trying to get this story told in all these moving parts together. I think I'm a little more sympathetic than just like, why didn't you just do this? You know. But um, it's easy to armchair quarterback it. That being said, I do feel like and hope. That in season two, now they've been through this. Now it's a bona fide hit that they can take a look at some of these obvious things and really give us some 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 concrete direction. Um But but go ahead. Neda. No,
2: I'll I'll say this one thing. And and if for some reason the producers or writers are listening, I, I would love this. You know, they they've seen TV today. We see a lot of TV shows that actually just. F- Speed plot is a word that's been used recently yep. in which like they kill off major characters really you know quickly like surprisingly early they move stories along. Blacklist is not one of those shows that. Moves along as forwardly, so I, I definitely agree with you, San Filippo, when you say you don't feel as forward momentum. This when you compare this show to other shows like a uh, Walking Dead or or a Game of Thrones or whatever, where major characters are always dying, and 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 you know you you constantly, if you miss an episode, you're at risk of losing a major plot point. Right. This show is not definitely this is not one of them. That being said, I really wish they would speed plot along this whole red. What what the connection is between Red and Lizzie with the father? Because I think I, this is just a ploy, just saying. I think let's just get it out in the open. Just open this door and see where it leads. Because uh, I feel like I feel like there is a bit of a of a. You said it in the beginning, Joe. You said that there's a bit of a fear that once Red reveals that uh, he's the father, that people are not going to be as interested or invested in the show. And I feel it's the opposite. I feel the way TV has been these days, the way many other TV shows are, they move these things forward a lot faster.
1: Sure, I mean, it feels it feels like a bit of a miscalculation. It feels like a small miscalculation on, on their part. Of if I, it feels like. Like, that, if you if you look at this thing on paper, it's like, okay, we have this show. We're going to do a blacklister of the week. We're going to have this pretty pretty basic procedural. It's probably pitches as a procedural. Every mm-hmm. week, we're going to have the FBI solve this blacklist crime every week, just like CSI or just like, you know, whatever, and a CBS show, and it's going to be wonderful. Law and Order. But then we have this mildly serialized element of, like, what's going on with Red and what's going on with the husband? And we'll just weave that serialized element through. So in a perfect world, the audience has invested 80% in the blacklist of the week and maybe 20% in in this other storyline, yeah. unfortunately, what's happened is because Spader's is so compelling and good, mm. I feel like the audience has invested eighty percent in what's going on with Spader mm-hmm. and twenty percent what's going on with the Black Lister of the week. Well, we've had so, some weeks
2: where we haven't been that interested in the Blacklist. We even said like the Blacklist wasn't. Yeah, that great.
1: Well, but I think in general, I think in yeah. general, I think looking back of twenty two episodes, I feel like that it's it's the inverse. I feel like it's eighty percent what's going on with Red and Lizzie and everyone else, and twenty percent the Black Lister of the week. I don't think that's how the show is constructed. I feel, I feel like that they found themselves with that conundrum of like. So this little part that's only supposed to be maybe 20% of what we're dealing with should be stretched across and weaved across through 22 episodes. But really, because we care about it so much, it feels like, get on with it already. Yeah. Like, is he the father? Is he not? And it's, I think that's kind of what happened. I don't know. What do you think of that?
3: I just feel like what? we've been jerked around, and I don't like the feeling of of going in circles. That's what I feel like this show has done over 22 episodes, just Run us through circles, circles, laps, laps, laps Mm. without an ending ever in sight. I just want an answer. Right. (laughs) You know, like it's really getting old. It's sure. really getting old, well, and there have been plenty of blacklisters that I wasn't digging, and I'm just like, get them off. I just want to get like Nosey big nose
1: big noser. Mm. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> the
3: nose guy. Yeah. But there have also been some awesome ones like sure. the Stewmaker. The Stewmaker was a great ones, one, aslo and creepy. And yeah, Ansel was a great one. These are these are blacklisters where they really the dedicate mm-hmm. some time to some backstory, and they really give it some depth and some character, and that's when and they're super duper uber creepy. Right that's when I'm I'm into it. And I've liked it the, time, the few times that they've weaved the blacklister into the overarching story. That's when I've been fully invested. Like they did with the brothers. Right. I forget mm-hmm. what they were called. The, the brothers. Yeah, the,
1: the Klinko well, brothers. The, the, what you know, whatever they are called. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: I mean, that's when I feel like they found their sweet spot. Right. And other times they've just been on the outskirts of that sweet spot not knowing how to infiltrate and get to that, to that moment.
1: Joe Flippo?
0: Well, I think I think it could be argued that we, we've changed as an audience in the last just the last few years. We really have. We have expectations that things are going to move. We don't, I. I you know, it's almost like American television is moving more toward a novella type, type of TV. I mean, Game of Thrones is a great example you brought up earlier, Nando. I mean, that, that show is moving at a breakneck pace. Twenty four. Every time you click in, it's a brand new deal. Keep up or shut up. And, and, and Boardwalk Empire was another show that was very similar. And Sons brand of Anarchy, this, actually.
2: I want to mention that one, too. That's a huge one. What's that? Sons of Anarchy, because the body count on yes. that show is insane.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and so every week there's something changing. And I think we, we have come to, as an audience, expect that. Mm. And, and frankly, it's better storytelling. I think it's, it, it makes for more compelling TV and it makes for, it makes for better stories. Well, and so if,
1: go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Continue.
0: I, I think we're, a, we're, we're in a place, as, as an audience... Where it's like, okay, you're the writers, you've written yourselves into a position where, you, where you've you got a device that you either need to choose to continue to use or to reveal the end of the device and then move forward. Moving forward is scary. I get it. But you have to do it. Otherwise, people are looking at the TV going, you know what? Screw it. I don't want to play Here, anymore. Here's an interesting and, question. And
2: Here, here's an interesting question I just want to bring up to everybody. I mean, is 22 – I mean, and I love – I could see James Bader every single week. But it's twenty two episodes too long. Oh hell yeah! Oh yes. my yes. god! Should But this
1: is a network model. I mean, every, we, we're used to now. We're because of cable and because yeah. of HBO. We're used to the model of thirteen. HBO does ten. Mm. HBO HBO does all tens. Um, some they sometimes do eight. Yeah, but they'll do tens. But um, but yeah, like you know, most mostly it's thirteen. And network still does twenty two, which is fine for a sitcom or fine for something open ended. It's actually even fine for the CBS shows, which are pretty much pretty much uh, evergreen sort of a. Uh, close-ended straightforward procedurals Mm -hmm. but when you get into something that's even that's serialized it's hard to do something serialized over 22 episodes and not just feel jerked around Mm -hmm. unless it's super duper uber compelling I mean some shows like The Good Wife is really good at this and some there's some shows that really are able to do that um you know, ER was you know that revamp ER or, or West Wing that were great, ER. and <laughs> that were great doing that sort of <laughs> oh, that thing. Those are one of a kind of shows, mm. but it's really hard to sort of keep something you know keep that element. And just just one last thing to close this out, Joe. We can get back to the re, to recapping yeah, this thing. We should save this for these uh, notes. Yeah, but
2: I definitely want to talk about this with the upfront. Sure, okay?
1: sure. Yeah, but just one last thing is uh on that, Joe. Is there's, 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 I, I agree with what you're saying, but you got to account that there's. There's there's a couple different types of shows, and when we're talking about network shows, there is a gigantic, and tell Les Moonves and CBS this, there's a gigantic need and and desire for just procedurals. Like, the, why do you think Law and Order has been on for 22 freaking years? Why do you think you know uh, Law and Order is coming back? You know, SVU SV for another season. There's something to be said about straightforward procedurals. Uh, CBS with all the, with all their uh, you know uh, all their franchises. Um, there's something something said about a show that like every episode you get a beginning, middle, and, end, and it moves on. I think. I think that blacklist was an attempt to be a procedural at heart with a twist and what what we, but what we found out is the twisty stuff is what we wanted we want more serialized mm. and less procedural and i think that they're smart enough to figure that out and maybe next season they'll give us more more serialized stuff and less procedural we'll, yeah. we'll see
0: well at, at, when it's all said and done at at the heart of this show is a relationship that we're supposed to care about and 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 there's a character that we're all supposed to empathize with and what's happening is, and we talked about this last week, we're not empathizing with this lead character. We have done, for whatever reason, after 22 hours, we just don't care. And that is a huge hole in the show. And so if, 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 if that's a huge hole, and you're combined, and, and the one thing you, the, the writers feel like they got going is the secret and they keep dragging it out, I think you're you're you, you got to kind of make a decision before next season really gets underway. Mm. So let, let's get this out in the open and let's find out how to get people to care about Liz, uh, Lizzie Keene, because otherwise, yeah, because we're not losing we're not out.
2: losing her. This show is the connection between Red and Lizzie. That's what this show is about. That is the mystery of this show. So we can lose Cooper, we, we can lose we can lose something. Wrestler, we can even lose Wrestler, but we, we can't. We need
3: lose. to give her something to go on. She needs yeah. something to hold on to because this whole. This whole season, I feel like she's just been flailing in the wind. Hmm. There's nothing compelling. There's nothing concrete. Um, Even her marriage to Tom from the beginning, there was just no connection. So she needs something. I feel as an actor that grounds her and that raises the stakes for her because she doesn't seem to care. Yeah. So I don't care.
0: Well, I think we could definitely. Maybe their problem is their solution. Maybe if maybe if they if they make the show about a father daughter thing. And it gives it gives some work for her to do. That's in, what in I'm that regard, saying. Give her something become, to
3: hold on right. to and to draw from because she is. Blank. We should
2: definitely talk let's, a little bit more about this episode before we start talking about like what we do to fix it or yeah, no, let no, no, we're Let's get back
1: to the recap. Yeah. So uh we find out that we so we find out that you know Berlin is allegedly on this plane. We're trying to figure out who which which guy is Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um we have the very the, the series of the interviews and then it it brings us to um the one guard who is uh who is being held uh in the in the um in the 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 hospital, hospital. they go to talk to him, they get that very cool, very cool Kaiser Soze story, I mean this whole thing is a very uh, very much a usual suspect, sort of like homage, if you will, uh, you know, but uh, that that story was cool, I like the idea of him, this guy, uh, you know, uh what was it, you know, making a a knife out of his daughter's bones and oh, then killing the killer. God. Like just as a story, as a written story, that's pretty pretty cool. It was kind of like something like an urban legend,
2: yeah. cross, uh, some but legendary tale ex- of Berlin.
1: It's exactly the kind of thing you think that happens in like Russian gulags and like you yeah, know? <laughs> like it's like it's that kind of cool spy story. But yeah. So I don't know. Um and, and uh, I don't know, Joe, did you did you like that part? Or you like well, that, that was dumb too. It's one,
0: those, it's one of those cheats that we all have for uh, cuz we are you know we're watching and we know he's the best actor that they brought in out of those five guys and he's the most recognizable and he does such interesting stuff you know he's no damn security guard oh you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so but like, this is going to be cool
3: again but, FBI WTF why so, didn't they know
1: Right. And then we talked about, we talked about the first, the, we talked about the first, uh, you know, infiltrating the club with all the creepy, uh, bad guys. And then we talked about, um, you know, Malik getting it and that whole thing. Malick uh, I'm not, and I'm not going to go on and on about how, you know, uh, Lizzie's like, well, I'm mean, giving me an address. And then she has the time to get all the way down there. And with no backup, you know, she just runs in there just in time to get, <laughs> just in time to, to, to put Malik in her arms. Like, you know, Don't if you. Die! Keep she running. has this intel Whoever that, like, oh my god, shit. we're we're all being targeted. Where are they? Let's go. You bring the wrath of God into that. In, into that, the lights come on. FBI agents. There's helicopters. No, it's just, it's just, it's just Lizzie. Just Lizzie. That's
3: all you need. <laughs> you know, but she that's... has such a good track record. So
1: anyway, so that happens. So that we, um, we so we go through that and. Um, we have a, a few interrogation scenes with the wrestler, which I thought were kind of interesting and, and good. And and, and the wrestler is a character who I still who I still like. And then they, they've given him a lot more to do. They give him a lot more to be angry about. I feel
2: like they have. Remember yeah, we're complaining about being angry that. the
1: whole time, but he's got a lot more to be. His yeah. anger anger seems to be uh, motivated at least. See,
3: there's an example so, of giving him an anchor, something right. that grounds him, something to hold on to to motivate him for <clears> his actions.
1: Right. Sorry, I saw something <laughs> in It just killed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Good. I love this. I, I think that's just something. the exact
3: point I was making yes. about Lizzie. You know? Like, that you need something happening <laughs> to you. Sorry, go. I have
2: giggles. Okay. Bando. No. <laughs> well. You know, be, before we move on, I just wanted to say, I mean, how awesome is it to have Peter Stormare? And and he's yes. not on IMDb for the episode, no. Uh, so maybe he was meant to be a surprise. Maybe yes. it was something as obvious as when we saw him in bed, we recognized him and figured he might be Berlin. I didn't,
1: I didn't recognize him at first. I I, I I was, I, I don't know. I, mean, I was half asleep. I didn't recognize him. I was, I was looking, you know, watching intently, but I didn't recognize him until even in the middle of the story. I don't know mm-hmm. where my brain was, and then I was like, oh. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but go no, ahead, I
2: just want to. I just want to say. I mean, he is done so much. I'm just looking at his IMDb because he's that. He's that kind of actor where he, sometimes you don't even remember where you've seen him from. but oh, yeah. you know, you've seen. Oh, him he's so a he's bad guy. Things,
1: he's yeah, so good.
2: that he's just so so good. I mean, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember exactly what I really like him the best in, but he's in was so many things. You, you, he was in Minority you, Report. Right? I will tell you, you loved yes.
0: him in, in Armageddon. He was great in uh, Constantine. Yes. He played the devil in yes. Constantine. He played oh. the crazy Russian cosmonaut in Armageddon. Yeah, yes. Yeah he always plays something he always does something really interesting with the character i mean yeah. if you just pull we're just, we're-
2: if you just pull up his IMDb file, oh, Prison Break—he was in Prison Break too. I remember that. I think, uh, yeah, he—he, he, oh, he was great in Prison Break. That's what I was thinking of. But he's like so many things. I mean, I'm just—it's—I can't even it, read it, it's, some, it, of this stuff, some of the stuff because some of the stuff I don't even know. Video game voices—he was in Phineas and Ferb. He's in so many shows I don't even know about. It's like hard to really find the.
1: Uh, he's
3: a very interesting and thorough actor, which makes him so engaging and compelling to
1: yeah. watch. It's also very exciting to know that he'll be back next season. I really hope so. Well, no, recurring. I really hope so. He's definitely—he's definitely, yeah. definitely going to be a big bad for next. Season and mm-hmm. setting that up, which is already interesting.
2: And the one thing that's interesting too about this whole Berlin thing. Sorry if I just mm-hmm. want to jump in on this. Just with the uh, if we're scooting ahead, I know we're a little all over the place yeah. today. Uh, you know, it was mentioned. It was mentioned that Berlin was put on that plane by somebody, and we know yeah. that Berlin's number mm-hmm. eight. So yeah. for all we know, Berlin is still not the adversary. That right. There's still somebody higher up. But Berlin, being someone like Peter uh, Starmeyer, can can be like someone that I would love to see as the antagonist for at least like the first half of next season, for yeah. example, or throughout the next season, before we get to finding out who's seven through one and seeing who else is in there.
1: And it seems our questions have been answered about whether or not Fitch is Alan Alda's Fitch is actually the, the, the big bad or not, There's because not. he seems to not be the big baddies. He's, he's helping. Him. Not, not that at any given moment, they sort of set him up to where at any given moment he could change, he could change back. you know, could change his loyalties. But for now he seems to be an ally of reds and, yeah. and, 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 a, and a contemporary and someone who respects them and, and basically helps bring him out of jail. Mm. So, so, um, you know, spring him out of the super secure black site, which, which is <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, um, I want to get this want to just get to, um, basically the end because we, you know, it was, it was, it was I thought it was a cool episode and all the things that happened, but we get that final reveal that, mm-hmm. you know, um, Berlin is actually the security guard and that thing happened. And so we, we get that reveal and that's fine. Um, cool. Um, and, uh, we, I want to get to this final conversation slash confrontation with Lizzie and Red. Um, well, we do want to get to that the, the 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 scene where Red the interrogation scene, which is very cool. That was very that was some good Red Reddington interrogating uh who we thought was Berlin. Oh yeah, you shooting, know? The and yeah shooting, shooting the hand, yeah, shooting the hand, and then you know giving the you know giving the. uh why each each part is painful? Now that's gonna sting because mm. so many bones, you know. There and, oh, that's the worst it.
3: part is not being able to zip up your fly. Right,
1: oh, exactly. Yeah. That was a good there. Just the visual,
2: you just came kind of picturing. I was kind of like picturing it myself, like going, "Oh wow, All I right. guess that would be a problem if I couldn't move my hand because of a bullet."
1: Yes, yes. There's uh, <laughs> um, that, and then also I just, also mm-hmm. some good spaders that 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 uh, him telling the story. But two really good stories in this episode. We had, we, you know, we had uh, Berlin telling the story of of why he how he broke out of the how he broke out of the gulag or whatever, and then we had Red telling the story of what happened with Lizzie's father. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a nice little story as well, and and also telling explaining to Lizzie in you know, a nice acting moment why he had to kill Lizzie's father. You know, why he you know her his her stepfather, yeah. like a very emotional moment. Like he didn't want to do it, and he you know if there was another way he would have done it, but he did it to protect you know everyone.
2: And Lizzie seems to understand. She seems yeah, to she she
1: Given him for that understands that and it's sometimes an explanation. And whether is all we you can need. agree with that or not,
2: an as explanation an audience. he already gave her.
1: Right now, yeah. but so, she wasn't
3: ready to listen. I get it
1: exactly. Mm. So now, when we get to the end, and this is this is where I had my my personal frustration moment, where I mean it ended up being fine, but where you know Red's like, so we need to go get Berlin, but if you want me to get on a plane, I understand, mm. and she's like goodbye. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Lizzie. Like, Please. You know, then she then once to...
3: again, what yeah. she always does, you're a monster. This is over. We're not working together. Hi, I'm back. Has
1: Red Reddington, st- I, know, I know he killed your stepdad and all, but has Red Reddington, other than that little small nugget, has he ever you, steered you wrong? This guy is, I know he's the bane of your existence, he's, and he he's changed your life. He's changed your life for the worst. But <laughs> for the I mean, but he's always told you the truth, and he's there. So, like, I don't understand, Joe. Does that make sense to you? When she's like, I mean, obviously she came back, but I was like, come on.
0: He, I, I sent you all a note, man. Am I the only guy yelling at my screen? Oh, <laughs> was, that, was that the part? We weren't sure
3: we were
2: talking Yeah, that was the part you were talking we were about. Few.
0: It's yeah. ridiculous, <laughs> and as as hard as hard as he works to make us all believe that there's something magical about Lizzie Keen, Megan Boone. Ooh, I, I I hate to criticize actors. I really really do because I always feel like there's there's 15 people behind everything an actor does on screen. Right. But there is there is some stuff missing and it is tedious and it needs to be sorted out because I do not care about her and I want to. Okay. But the whole show okay. it, it all it all hinges on yeah. that. So when she, they have her doing unmotivated stupid stuff like, oh or, 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 or you tell me and I'll get on the plane. I'm going to give you an ambiguous look with my eyebrows up, and I'm going to walk away. And then, of course, James Spader, is a great actor, goes, "Okay, I understand." What? What do you understand?
1: I mean, all right. Well, we, I Megan Boone and uh, and Lizzie, we we're all on the same page in that. I want to Seinfeld.
2: Wanna... What's the deal with Lizzie? <laughs>
1: no, but yes, that 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 oh, scene, well, I, so I didn't buy either. But but fortunately for all of us, she came back and uh, and came to her senses. And uh yeah, and had that conversation with with, with Red, um, and there was <laughs> them on the steps, and then was kind of the resolution. We got we're gonna go get this guy. I know my father's still alive, and it was that felt like you know a nice setup to uh to season two. And also, we know that Harold's alive. Harold gave the thumbs up, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then we see at the very end, obviously, we see the reveal that Berlin's alive, and Berlin's doing this, and he's got the the picture of the, of, of the. Of the of the daughter who matches the picture that he took from the stewmaker,
3: stewmaker that
1: he took from the stewmaker. Yep. So there, and I do like this. This gives me back to the writers. I talked about this last week. How I love feeling like there was a plan here. Sometimes I feel like they didn't know what they were, you know, where they were going. Maybe they're kind of writing as they went. But I do think there was an overall arcing plan. Like they had their bullet on the big board in the writers' room. They had their their bullet points. I feel like they reached those bullet points, filling in the the in betweens. I think they had some issues, but. I do like that that, oh, it's it's the girl from the thing. And that, 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 that gave me some satisfaction. And then at the end, we see the big reveal, of course. When he's ch- checking on his bullet wound, he takes off his shirt mm. to reveal that he's burned. Presumably in the fire that he saved Lizzie from. Because presumably he's the dad. Presumably. Which I, because the, he was well,
3: presumably there.
1: Okay, the question. Yeah, I mean, I. what, what I think, I think, fair. Um, yeah, Julie and I, who are always right and on the same side, Julie and I seem to think that okay, he was clearly <laughs> there, and maybe he saved her. It doesn't mean it's her father. What? If they wanted to be, I feel like if they wanted us to know that it was her father, they would have told us. However, the question lots to you and to Joe Flippo on the line is, do you think that that was the writers' way? That that, that was the show's way of letting us know, like, oh, he's the father.
0: Was yeah. It, yes. Well, look. Was from that, the what we're very to get from, that?
2: From, from the very beginning of this, or was it show, another red herring? Well, first of all, from the very beginning of this show, we've said we've noticed two things. Uh, one of them's kind of disappeared, but the other thing stayed consistent. The thing that's disappeared is someone always getting stabbed in the neck. Yeah, kind of disappeared after it. the first couple, yes. after the first like six or seven episodes. For all my bitching, The I miss other, it. the other thing that's been apparent is that scars are a very big part. of of this show. Scars tell a story themselves. And even when we saw the original scar on Lizzie's hand, we knew even before then she was burned from something, from a fire. This is the writer's way of saying Red was in that same fire. This is the writer's way of saying, without saying it out loud, that Red is the father. That's what I I truly believe. I believe that the scars really connect the dots. Okay. Okay?
1: Fair enough. Joe Flippo? Uh,
0: Yeah. I hate that we keep having the same conversation, but I did. I did have a realization in the last few minutes because I know we've had this exact same conversation before. Uh, it's not our fault if the show keeps going in circles. We had no choice but to go in circles with it, so I don't feel any. I don't feel bad. So um, here's my point. <laughs> Ironically, um, you're going in circles as you say that. <laughs> I know. So so uh, if if it's the same fire, okay, mm-hmm. and, and I think that is clearly what we're, what we're led to believe. Then, then there's one of two options: either Red was there and pulled Lizzie out, or Red is the dad and was there and pulled Lizzie out. So, so either way, we're, we're still exactly where we started. We don't know for sure, but the writers have given themselves a way out. But it's still at the end of the day, what other conceivable relationship? And Joe, this is mostly to you and Julia. What other conceivable relationship will you ex- accept as an audience member to justify Red's obsession with Liz?
1: Cool, Uncle. <laughs> cool
2: uncle
0: honestly I don't yes. know yet the milkman well, I, well this is what I'm curious about like if he's not the dad what other relationship is not creepy as hell or self-serving or depressing or uh, maniacal
2: well you know what Let's. I got an idea let's open this up to our listeners why don't you tweet us and think what the relationship if the relationship isn't Red being the father fair enough then well, let's hear your ideas. Put it on YouTube, uh, you know, uh, uh, below the show notes, uh, or uh, or tweet it at us. I'm really curious to see what because right now I can't think of any, and I I could tell that Joe feels the same way. San Filippo feels the same way. I can't think of any other way out of this dilemma that would really make us all satisfied with the answer. But well,
3: what about well, the house that he blew up? His house that had his wife yes. and daughter. Yes. What about that house that was standing that wasn't burned down? That's
1: true, and that's possible. You, you're absolutely right. So there's a, there's Something we saw that very emotional scene yeah. with him going through and seeing his family, and then this, that and that, and you ballet know,
3: ballet dancer, which is obviously has something to do with his exactly.
1: daughter. Exactly. Okay. I don't see Megan Boone doing no ballet Flippo. Oh, sure.
2: Well, don't. don't forget the one other thing that we we should bring up before we wrap this up is that Berlin's story is about his daughter. Right. So Berlin, apparently well, then that's what well, kind of in my prediction.
1: I, I I feel like that. Well, I'll say that for a prediction. But I, okay. I, I'm not so. I'm not. I'm not entirely unsure that Berlin is not Megan is not uh, Lizzie's father. Okay, I mean, I'm, not, it's a, it's, I'm not entirely not sure about that either. Yeah, I, okay. I feel like that, that could, that's a possibility. There's a possibility too. But even, obviously, even though they brought the ear and the this and the that, I mean, maybe it wasn't you know maybe it, maybe it wasn't her ear.
0: It's his so daughter's who knows. ear. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Uh, I do want to go through really quickly just because I, I want you know
0: she uh, she is always wearing some goofy wigs. Maybe those goofy wigs are or, covering up a lack of ears. That's yes,
3: <laughs> or or she's his granddaughter.
1: Grand, yes, because that could oh, be that too. Berlin looks a bit older.
3: Berlin's granddaughter could yes. because
1: Berlin has yeah, been in the gulag for a while. Berlin's daughter is Red's wife. And maybe that, maybe. I don't That's know. And maybe everyone's connected. Uh, so just highs and lows really quickly. I want to see if we agree with these. Uh, just re- they have like five on so, so. I- at, at Uh The high, obviously James Spader. Or the Black let's be about James, James Bader. They love James Bader. We agree with that, right? Yes, we agree uh, with James, that. James Bader is, is, is phenomenal. Um, the low. Liz and Tom's marriage and baby plot. I got to agree with this. So yeah. just, I, I could not do another episode of, like, you know, Lizzie coming home late from work and Tom, like, what about the baby? And are we going to have this one? Was when I would, every it's single like, prediction I made at the end enough. of the show was,
2: like, that Tom was disappearing because I really was wishing yeah. that he would disappear. I'm like, enough <laughs> with
1: the. I mean, do, 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 do we, like, now it's said and done. We, we're looking back at the entire season. Do we remember the baby? Plot and this is when Joe They're was trying, singing the Dawson's theme. Uh, well, they have full so. like surrogate
3: and everything. And so much time roll. spent uh, on the baby and the neighbor. Enough.
1: Uh, but the high <laughs> point. Another high the point they talk about is and what happened to the dog. I know. Another oh, high point the they dog. talk about is uh, the evil Tom and the vengeful Liz was cool to see Tom turn evil and vengeful and Liz turned vengeful. That gave Megan Boone something to do and that was very cool. That's when yeah, uh, I totally started digging Tom. Another low point, this is for you, Joe, Megan moves wig. We all agree that wig is awful, and, and hopefully she has significant time to grow or her forget. hair out, we know or that she, she'll tw-
3: just cut her hair because she's sad.
1: Yes, maybe she'll <laughs> maybe either if Megan <laughs> Moon wants to have the short hair in season two, I'd much rather see maybe her with the short totally yeah. pixie short, cut, cool hair. Than, or the, or or grow her hair out, but whatever it is. But what's
2: great about season two is it could be a time jump, it could be whatever. She could have gone to the either head way. Head the, the wig's going to be gone, yeah. and,
1: and and John Booken assured assured uh, you know the people <laughs> at at at, 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 uh, at EW that the wig will be gone. Mm. Uh, it was a, discra- oh, the a wig distraction. Wigs of varying yes.
0: sizes. I mean, there are there, there are different takes that they got different damn wigs on her yeah, head. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. Insane yeah. to watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay.
0: So. Um, yeah. yeah well, they, no they one, said right? they
1: said between the sham marriage and the sham hair, the first half of the season felt like slapstick as for Liz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very true. Uh, and then another high is uh, Dimbey. We all we love Dimbey, uh, right? Oh, 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 it was a especially high. Stone Dimbey. A, a high Stone Dimbey was the best. I don't. They don't reference the Stone Dimbey here. but Stone Dimbey is <laughs> the best. Eating guys cream. That and again,
2: I I like to see him do more action. Since again, I feel sometimes James Spader just is a little too indestructible. What does he What does he need Dembe for sometimes? He's Fine.
1: like he's just like, yeah. like the
3: muscle.
2: Yeah.
1: Just
3: in case, muscle. In and then, case. last
1: but not least, we talked about the, the the wild incompetence of the FBI agents. But we should
2: rate them in, in the following and all of the shows we do on right. who's the most competent out of all these yeah. shows. We, we really should. should. We should be on the side a power
0: are you, are you saying we should create an FBI WTF scale? Yes. Yes. yes so Joe should. Sanfilippo, a, FBI WTF maybe, scale. FBI WTF
1: seven. Maybe, for, WTF three and maybe, maybe for our other uh, secret project that we're working yeah. on that we'll yes. that we'll maybe announce very shortly. Um, that you can keep an eye on for, but, uh, I will, uh, you want to go news and gossip and talk? talk Yeah, let's go news and gossip
2: because I
1: know we're yeah.
2: out TV news. okay so this week uh, anyone who was listening to our show for Hannibal last uh, yesterday knows that uh, NBC announced their fall schedule for uh, the upcoming season they uh, did in in the NBC upfronts or actually yes. upfronts week which happens in New York it's a great week NBC's schedule and you according should say the to-
1: upfront up is, is a week where all the all the networks deliver all their new shows They show their new shows to the advertisers. You, yeah. And the they- advertisers decide whether what they want to buy there's eight billion dollars eight to nine billion dollars in transactions Actions made within that one you. week alone. Oh,
2: crap, you read this up.
1: He knows I, that a, I do TV for a living.
2: <laughs> I do TV for a living too, but I didn't know the exact figures. But thank Eight, you for that. $8
1: billion, pal. Yeah, so they,
2: they get to announce what shows are returning, what shows got canceled, and what shows are replacing them. And they also uh, reveal the upcoming schedule for most likely for the new year. They, they at least do for the fall. But the, the highlight of the NBC uh, presentation was really the blacklist. They just kept fawning all over how The Blacklist was the number one new show on broadcast television, and how great The Blacklist was doing, and obviously it's coming back, but it's coming back in a huge way. It's coming back for a full season. 45 episodes. <laughs> 45 episodes! <laughs> and we get to maybe find out by the end if Red's the father. Uh, it's going to be a full season again, but they're going to start off the season like they did uh, this whole first season, Monday nights at 10 o'clock, and then uh, it looks like at around uh, middle November, the Blacklist is going to take a break uh, to and be replaced by a new show and then they're going to kick off the spring on the Super Bowl. It's actually going to have the post-Super Bowl slot, wow. which is a huge honor. Any, anytime a network gives a show wow. uh, the post-Super Bowl slot, it means they have a lot of faith. They really want to promote and plug the hell out of this show. If you think about it, the Super Bowl is probably the most watched TV show all year long. So it's a huge honor. And after they do the post-Super Bowl slot... They are officially, and this is actually weird in a way, if you really know a lot about the industry. Uh, NBC has decided to move the blacklist to Thursday nights at 9 p.m., which is really, really weird if you know anything about NBC, because for years NBC was known as having must see TV comedy comedy from 8 to 10 p.m.
1: However, that is dead. Yeah. They've made very clear, this is a very clear move by NBC saying that their Thursday night comedies, which, which did well for them since the War and Little Full Days of the 80s, are Cheers now dead. Yeah, so now, so now, so now they they it's a whole new ball game here at NBC. But here's so. the,
2: here's the thing I want to bring up, because I think what we've touched on earlier, that little, um, sidebar about too many episodes of the Blacklist yep. and, 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 the model. I, I think, I think, first of all, I think it's really interesting about this season too, is that they can have about eight to ten episodes in the fall, and maybe treat that as a season, and maybe yep. have a good ending. And then start off, uh, the second half of the season with a bang right after the Super Bowl and do the, the back 14 or so, uh, with that. But, but I'm really curious because NBC, I would think that sitcoms make more sense for 22 episodes and dramas like The Blacklist make more sense for 13 episodes. Well, from
1: from a, from a writing standpoint, we talked about this, from, from a dramatic, from a writing standpoint, it's, it, we know, do a tight, like, you know, Breaking Bad, do a tight 13 episodes yeah. or whatever it is makes more sense. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the AMC model, the FX model, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, shit. I all just of the find shows. it
2: ironic and I find it interesting that, that, that NBC, well, and this is just maybe an industry note, really, that NBC doesn't have as much faith in its comedies as it does in a drama like The Blacklist. And yet here we are. Plugging away at the holes because we feel that the season maybe as much as we love these characters, the season we'll might be a little too long.
1: Well, this this is we'll, we'll see what they do, but you know, network, network have, networks have different realities and advertised realities, as, as evident by upfronts and the eight billion dollars being spent. They yeah. have they have different sort of standards to be holding to. So, yeah. you know, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, I do want to just just really um, talk briefly about uh, the season, get, get our thoughts here. Well, let's go. Well, let's go predictions. Let's go predictions. For a minute. We can do both. We do both. And now
0: you're after
1: go Oh, I forgot you. Me. Never mind. I was. <laughs> 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 uh, well, let's get into. I just want to say, just really quick, Joe Flippo. Uh, you have any thoughts? Just like you know, the season itself. When you want to give it a grade. Uh, how do you want to do this? You want to give it a grade on season one. What do you give it?
0: I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a B to B plus. I'll take it. If you took out the whole goofy secret, I give it an A minus.
1: Fair enough. Julia, what are you going to give it?
3: Uh B minus.
1: B minus. I agree. I agree with San Flippo. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a B plus because, and maybe maybe even A minus B plus. I still just conceptually love the concept. It's really the whole blacklist and Spader mm-hmm. and this. I think they did a great job of the blacklist for the week. I think all the bones were there. Mm-hmm. I think that they kind of went wrong somewhere in storytelling. I think they can write the ship and keep the same bones of this thing and bring it back. They've already cleaned house. I. But, but Spader was so good, he elevated the whole thing to a B plus, A minus for me. Um That's it. Thank you. Whoa, go, Nando. No,
2: predictions. I, I think Megan Boone, I think
1: Liz, Lizzie's going to get a buzz cut. I think <laughs> they're going to go for yes.
2: the I think they're going to go for She's no. got to give her that wig.
1: That's what I said. Uh, uh, Joe Flip, where can work. We find you. We're not doing
0: predictions?
1: All right. Go. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Prediction. Uh, next, next year. Go.
0: I think the shoemaker was working for Red. On Berlin's daughter and got out of hand. That's what I think happened. Ooh, oh, that's um, a
1: good prediction. Yes. Julia, a quick prediction.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I think I I said it already. I think that I think that Lizzie is Berlin's granddaughter.
1: Okay. Okay. I I mine's similar. The Berlin and Lizzie are related. That's all I'll go. Okay. Yeah. Now we can go yes. to Joe Flippo. Where can we find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on the Twitter's at Joe Flippo G-O-E-S-L-I-P-O. My website is josephdanflippo and Nando Bell.
2: You can find me at Nandoval, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and here on AfterBuzz for shows like Twenty Four and Hannibal. You guys,
1: yes, Julia Kearly. Uh
3: On Instagram and Twitter with my name, Julia Kearley, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y, and then here for Hannibal and super secret stuff.
1: I'm Joe Brazwell. You can find me on Twitter at and Instagram at Joe K Braswell Also doing Mad Men and Hannibal here with these folks. We're gonna have an announcement here Uh with the four of us. People who like the four of us like to follow us. We may have an announcement coming here soon. So check, keep watching our Twitter feeds and uh, and Hannibal
2: Could and be a Hannibal. Yeah, what well, no, I'm
1: just saying, you know, okay, yeah. but you know, we, we have an announcement coming soon. But thank you very much for joining us for all season. You guys have been great. All you fans have been great on YouTube and iTunes. Thank you for all the wonderful comments and keeping us in the top ten here at AfterBuzz and, and keeping us relevant on iTunes this whole time. We will see you next season. Thank you. Thank you.
2: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro,
1: Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.